listening to this episode of the podcast after these messages, then we're right back. Do you get it? I do. We're back with another episode of What Are We Even Doing? Mm-hmm. I am one host, Damien Deschain, otherwise known as Braden, alongside with my cohort. Oh, I was going to do another I'm so-and-so thing, but I can't think of one right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm Tom, a.k.a. Christian Rose. Uh, excellent intro. After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's a picture of a giant tricycle or something. Um, today on the program, We're... our main focus... It is going to be Great American Bash Aught 8. That is correct. Uh, Four years after the tragedy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, an old theme returns, both the year 2008, which I feel like we've almost covered in its entirety. And I don't know if we have. I feel like we've, we've spent yeah, let me... so much of this podcast talking about 2008. It could be. Uh, but also, yes, going back to the year... 2000, or I'm sorry, to uh, the Great American Bash, mm-hmm. which, strangely, we've only done WWE versions of this event, which was invented and popularized by WCW. Uh, as what, what's your research? As far as with? I can tell, we've only done Judgment Day 08. Wow, that's crazy. Which we just did Judgment Day 03, so... Maybe I'm just conflating everything together. It all blurs. Which, by the way, guys... It is now officially the 30th anniversary of episode yes, 1. that's right. Well, with this being episode 31, it makes it the 30th anniversary. Because that's how anniversaries work. Remember WrestleMania 26? Yeah. The 25th anniversary of WrestleMania? No, you see, Tom, that's, that's WrestleMania 25. Is it, though? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is we it, will we will never stop making fun of that. Can you imagine? How did no one be like, actually, sir, Mr. Or Vince? Or do you think it's just something that somebody said? It was just, nobody knows how anniversaries work. Not sure how long I've been married to Linda. Like, <laughs> God, anyways. I'm, I'm just astonished that either no one cared enough or no one even caught it. Oh, a lot of people caught it. A lot of fucking fans caught it. Everyone yeah. was like, that doesn't make sense because, like, my the my age actually lines up with WrestleMania's. Oh, wow. In the sense that Mania was, quote, born a few months before me. So we just had Mania 37. Mm. My 37th is coming up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so whenever they were, like, the 25th anniversary, I had this moment where I was like, wait, how old am I? Like, <laughs> All right, anyways, but, uh, guys, yeah. we're gonna do some shit today. But first, let's ring that bell. I like how frantic you get right, right before it. Perfect. You're like, but first, let's ring that bell. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep you on your toes, bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. So, um, I have a bit of an undercard. It's nothing really important. That's great because I got it, absolutely jack shit. It is going to hopefully spark some conversation that we were going to have. Sure. Hell in a Cell this year, on June 20th. Okay. Why? Uh, they mix up the uh, order of the pay-per-views. I hate that so much. I hate Hell in a Cell being... I hate Hell in a Cell being a, a show in the first place. Exactly. But it made... Do you prefer it to be in October just in because October. then it's like... Yes. Evil! Yes. 
if for no other reason than okay. that. But I wanted to talk about Hell in a Cell because you already brought it up. I know we share the same sentiment. Hell in a Cell being a pay-per-view just yeah. does not work for me. It really Because you end up building... Instead of building a storyline that leads to a Hell in a Cell... Sure. You end up arbitrarily building a storyline around the Hell in a Cell, and it just doesn't I, have yeah. the same weight. I agree. Also, I don't think that it should happen often. Like, on Correct, our previous yeah. episode, we talked about how there were 17 years between stretcher matches at one point in the Fed. Correct. And I know that the stretcher match did not... The, thank God we don't have WWE present stretcher match. Like, <laughs> y- you know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> That's so scarcity funny. makes shit special. And uh, for some reason, my favorite match of all time actually is a Hell in a Cell match. But, like, it's crazy to me to think that, like, you could just have a paper... Remember a Fatal 4-Way? Yeah, I was just gonna, I was gonna bring that up, too. What the fuck? Like, why... Like, give me pay-per-views that are... Singles match. <laughs> WWE presents one-on-one encounter. Like... <laughs> what the Christ, man! It's so stupid. There are so there are few but, um, match stipulations or match types, whatever you want to call them, sure. that I'm okay with having a pay per view centered around. Give me one: Royal Rumble. Absolutely, you, you don't like absolutely. I, like it makes it like, but that's not the type of match that, you, that exactly. There's weight and relevance, and they do that shit one time a year. Yes. But and and it's not like okay, you can have storylines building up, you can build up to the Royal Rumble. You should. But people but it's want not... to be in the Rumble. Exactly. Nobody should want to be in the cell. <laughs> um a, a qualifying match. The winner gets the, to be in hell in a cell. What? The type of match that a Royal Rumble is leads itself to being a pay-per-view correct centered match. Like that that's just how it is. It's not like a hell in a cell is like it's I'll say this know. right it's now. Fucking bring back King of the Ring. Yeah. As a pay-per-view. Sure. Why and not? make the winner get something instead of just a pointless, stupid crown. And a shitty remix of End of Days, which was a great theme already. I couldn't care about Baron Corbin <laughs> if you had a gun to my nuts. <laughs> hey, uh, my phone, phone went, went off. off. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. God damn it. Another one that, like, I'm less okay with, but still kind of works for me is Elimination Chamber. I wish it was still No Way Out. Nah, I don't like that either. But, like, to, uh, to me, that's, like... The fun thing to me can... about Elimination Chamber would be if, God fucking forbid... We tell intertwining stories that involve multiple people. And then it's an idea where it's like, the only way to settle this between all six of you assholes is to put you in the chamber. Yeah. Instead of it just being like, hey, yeah, so next month we're doing the chamber. That's fair. Like, I would love it, like, because in theory, most people shouldn't want to be in an elimination chamber because it's hyped to be this thing where everyone gets killed. Yeah. So why the fuck would they have matches like, if you win this, you get to be in the chamber? Whoopity-doo! 
<laughs> I with I I'm punished for succeeding. Like, <laughs> yeah, that God. one doesn't work as much for me as especially like, when Rumble. it's like they do it like the month before Mania. Yeah, like to me, I'm like, okay, why not just do like, okay, you have this beautiful setup. Whoever wins the Rumble, main events WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's all you fucking need. That's your only one constant that you need. Mm-hmm. If you can't book or tell a compelling story based around only that alone, fucking put your fucking pin in the trash. Get the fuck out. Yeah. You, yeah. Like, the, the company has the best roster of any place on the planet, bar none. Mm-hmm. They have more production value than any company on the planet, bar none. To a detriment, but yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, 100% to a detriment. Honestly, great point. I don't, I don't get it. Like to me, it would be like walking up to a to an, a, a skilled author and be like, "Hey, man, here here's your story. Uh, the good guy has to beat the bad guy." <laughs> and the dude being like, well, I don't know how I can ever make that work. What? Just what? Yeah. The uh, Another one that I'm okay with <laughs> being... The only the other one I'm okay with being a pay-per-view um, is Survivor Series. With the caveat that brand supremacy means something. That would be great. Make it mean something. That would be fantastic. But I like the idea of that. Sure. And, I, I mean... Uh, previous episode, you said you liked Money in the Bank being its own pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't mind it. That's one where if it was done... I liked it a, better if, at WrestleMania. Do, but I like, do, too. If it was done a better way, I would 100% be on board with it. Yeah. I'm big on qualifying matches. I'm big on people actually having, like, stakes and, like, yeah. fighting for shit. Mm-hmm. Survivor Series, you just brought up. Excellent point. Like, imagine if the brand split meant something. Imagine the- being like... Hey, you gotta earn your fucking right to wear a blue t-shirt. Yeah. Like... But, like... Um... The whole idea of, like, Raw versus SmackDown, even in... Besides just those... The five-on-five. Yes. That counts towards something, too. Sure. Like, I like the idea behind that. They just don't fucking capitalize on it, ever. Which, again, it seems hilariously simple, but at the same time, a way to actually tell, like... Layered stories. Layered stories don't exist, Tom. But they do <laughs> if you watch All Elite Wrestling, who do oh, not wow. sponsor this podcast. Uh, but along um, enough timeline, they fucking should. Uh, anyways, uh, another one. I'm. It's it's a um NXT thing, but War Games. I don't want to see more than one of those a year. No. One one is one is a stretch. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I'm starting to agree with you. At this point, I'm like, all right, now what? Right. Space them out more, and like you can get more mileage out of them. I feel. also whenever it just becomes like a oh god, it's war game season. Here's four people who have an issue with four people. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like people in wrestling need to understand that like. And when I say people in wrestling, I mean this on every fucking level. 
I'm not going to use the phrase less is more because if I say that, everyone's like, <laughs> and they just zone out. <laughs> but what I want to say is scarcity breeds specialness. Yes, which is why Brock Lesnar fucking means something. He's the only goddamn one. He moves one. the fucking needle. He's the only one. Yeah. Like, people want to sit here and bitch about, like, oh, well, he's not there. Yeah, but when they say, hey, he's going to be on TV next week, you goddamn turn that TV on. You're damn right. Like, just... There's, there's so much shit that, like, we could talk about, like, Hulk Hogan, for example. Yeah. And one of the knocks on him was, well, he didn't do those house show loops or whatever. No, he sure the goddamn fuck didn't. But when he was going to be in Poughkeepsie, New York, <laughs> they sold that fucking place out, now didn't they? And the guys that were there every fucking show, nope. Couldn't care less. That's like, the problem with, like, that's that's one of the main problems now that I have, I think, is... All of their top stars are on sh- on on TV every fucking week. Yeah. Stars, I guess. But, like, if you fucking, like, put other people on top and let some of those people go away... Yeah. ...that when they come back, it means something. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Roman Reigns is a prime example of that. Correct. When he fucking came back from, like, all the COVID stuff, and yeah. he's been doing the best work of his career. Absolutely. And it was sure... Seldom like, has I, matches I was, like, on TV. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, shocked and excited to see him back, too. I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, okay. Especially the way that they brought him back. It wasn't... I don't know. Whatever. We can go on this forever. I mean, we but. could easily, but it's just a thing where it's like... I, even even on like low level indies, there are places that will be like, "Hey, we're not going to have you on every show," mm-hmm. which is fine. You know why? Because then when you're there, you can do more. You can make more of an impact. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a top guy or a bottom tier guy. If you're there all the fucking time, <laughs> people aren't gonna fucking care. Mm-hmm. It's not special anymore. You know why they call it special? Because it's not the way. Like, <laughs> God. Uh, and the way meaning the tag team, which is not special. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyways, you got anything else? Uh, that is all I wanted to talk about. I knew that just bringing up the fact that Helena Sells on June 20th would, would spark a good conversation. Yeah. But uh, that is all I have for my undercard. Well, then, let's get to this main goddamned event. Uh, The Great American Bash 2008, my first note here. I have no memory of this pay-per-view. I was unclear for a while while watching it as to why you picked it. It follows my format, Tom. You've seen a match on this. Can can you guess which one? I can. (laughs) I have seen the match that you've seen, but I, again, I think I watched it once. I have no, I had... I went into this as close to blind without being blind as possible. Mm-hmm. So, evidently, JBL killed Cena? Uh, Hit him with a car? Yeah. That or happened. Was it that he tried to and missed? It's never clear as far as the show goes. That, w- that would have killed a person. Oh, 100%. Okay. So, um, <coughs> my first note says this, this intro plays more like a fast lane than a Great American Bash. It does. It also, really looks like fast lane. this is the last Great American Bash until they brought it back for a house show thing. Mm. Uh, as in 2009, it was just called 
the bash. Oh yeah. I hate that. Yeah. Um fuck you WCW. So here's why I is another reason I picked this is because I we had a, this conversation about WWE's way too production value. Yeah. And I brought up the fact that I think 2008 is is a perfect blend of 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 production value and grit. Okay. So I wanted to pick something from 08, and I remembered that I had seen a match on this show, so I could stick with that format, too. What We will get to that conversation later. Sure. First off, we are starting with a Fatal 4-Way tag, yep. correct? It is uh, John Morrison and The Miz. This still. Still, yeah. By the way, this is from 2008. We're in 2021. These two are still a fucking act together. <laughs> Yeah. Still! Anyways, mm-hmm. go on. I'm sorry. Um, Hawkins and Ryder. Yep. Jesse and Festus. Uh-huh. Finley and Hornswoggle. Yep. I didn't know what Jesse and Festus. even doing? <laughs> I didn't know Jesse and Festus were here as late as 08. I didn't know they were there as early as 08. I have, like, next to... <laughs> really? I, I don't remember a time frame for this gimmick. I Me only neither. remember the Festus gimmick... If you told me this was in 2010, I'd been like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, if you told me it was in 2005, I'd been like, seems right. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, the youth on Hawkins and Ryder. Big time. Still wearing mismatched gear. <laughs> you fucking dipshits. Yep. God. So... How the fuck is Finley the most overface in this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I, I'm a huge fan of Finley. He he is an old, b- angry, non-flashy, terrifying man. Oh, you Richmond. And people are like Finley, Finley, and I'm saying, if I was Jesse and or Festus, Doc Festus, Luke <laughs> Festus, Festus Gallows. On the fucking apron during this, and they're, the crab's going that crazy for f- fucking Finlay. I'd have been like, wow, we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. No one remembers Jesse, by the way. No, sure don't. Terry Gordy's kid. Didn't even know that. Sure, yep. True facts. So. I believe he got out of the business after this. That's not positive. I don't know. know. Someone correct me. I do like the finish of this match. Mm hmm. It is the, uh, um... Top rope Moxley. Yeah. Pick the leg, back bump, finish. Mm-hmm. I actually like, like the match, too. Yeah, I feel like it was a little too long. <laughs> yeah, it was but, way too long. But, uh, I did like it. Uh, Jesse hits the lightning spiral at some point in this match, a.k.a. the gonorrhea. I don't remember this. Yeah. Wow, why do I not I, remember I, this? I popped big for it. Finley rules. The, the match is strange... Yeah. I don't know, man. I liked like, it, but it was strange and long. Yeah. Eh. Oh, that's shit. fine. Next up, it's U.S. title time, though. Correct. Matt Hardy versus Shelton Benjamin. Had no idea this ever fucking happened. Me neither. Didn't remember Not a fucking thing about this. Uh, I don't remember what... Oh, um, there was some bit in the heat that was, like, weird. Uh, Shelton had a... 
I just have a note that says, weird hold here from Shelton. Yeah. I think he was just trying to figure out what he was going to do. Yeah. And he had all summer to think about it, but he <laughs> didn't get there. <laughs> Let's plug that again, by the way. I think you should leave, too. I mean, <laughs> I think you should leave season two. Thank you. Uh, July 6th. Yeah. Guys, if you haven't seen the first season of that show, do you and everyone you know a favor. Holy shit, it's peak comedy. Everyone around you will have a better life if you, unbeknownst to them, see the show. That is actually true. Uh, one of my notes here says, I love wrestling stats. And they keep pointing out that, not keep, but I think they say it like twice, if Shelton wins, he is the 21st man to be both Intercontinental and United States Champion. I love Which that. he does! Uh, which I, I did that. not see coming. Also, there's a buckle bomb in this match. Yeah. Shelton is a big, strong boy because he yeah. just catches Matt Hardy out of the air and buckle bombs him. Yep. Sure did. Um, <laughs> did not see the finish coming. I hate that fucking move. The pay dirt, the jumping flatliner. You know what I didn't like about this? I hate it. What? He worked the back. His finish does not target sure, the back. Sure, sure, sure. Uh... Yeah. After that, there's a punk promo. It is. It's not great. He hasn't yet found his voice. He also... Man... Punk only works as a babyface in a very specific way. Yeah. And here, he doesn't work. Also, they were not booking him well at this point. Like, he was not winning matches. Yeah. He was having matches that went to schmoz finishes and being like, LOL, I'm still champ. Like, which we'll get to. We'll get to. But like, yeah, this, I mean, it's a weird thing too because it's like, what he says makes sense, but I'm at the same time just like, yeah, I don't sympathize with you. Uh, My next note, by the way, just says, because I had no knowledge of this, I didn't know that we ever got Triple H versus Edge on the pay-per-view. Or at all. Really? I thought that match never happened. Oh, wow. Uh, Well, you're welcome. Yeah, this (laughs) was not a good era for trips in my mind. Uh, Yeah, probably not. Is this the Reign of Terror? (laughs) No, I I didn't like absolutely flat, iron, straight hair. I'm a cool guy, but I'm also a bad motherfucker. Triple. I I just didn't like it. So, (laughs) um, I'm dying. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. So... They're going to have a poll about yes. who people sympathize more. The cheating edge yes. or the woman who is cheated on, yes. Vicky Guerrero. My note here just says that if Edge wins the vote, Vicky is the greatest heel of all time. <laughs> Imagine yeah. hating someone so much that when you're like, your significant other cheated on you, Good for them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, now we have Mark Henry versus Tommy Dreamer. God, fuck all this, by the way. Let's talk Mark Henry, though. Why are the champions coming out first? Can I? They they made this change around this time. They still do. I fucking hate that. It's awful. It's so stupid. And I don't understand. One, I don't understand why they changed it. And two, I don't understand the logic behind it either. Like, 
I, fundamentally, what sense does that make? The only argument towards, like, um, the champion coming out first that sure. makes vague sense to me, which I still... It doesn't hold up nearly enough for it to be a, a tough enough argument. If the champion comes out first and the challenger comes out second, it makes the challenger feel like fucking... A, like, he could... Like a worthy adversary, I guess. A worthy opponent. They're not opponent. supposed to. I know that, Tom. That's why I said it's not a sound argument. I was never arguing that. This is for babies. Like, okay. Mark Henry. Let's talk Mark Henry. This is 2008. Yes. At this point, he had been signed for 11 years. Yes. I learned today that his initial contract, 10 years, downside guarantee of $250,000 a year. Mm-hmm took a massive pay cut mm-hmm. after that because he was very injury prone and was not a proven commodity at all. Mm-hmm. Stays with the company. In my mind, does not actually become Mark Henry until 2011. Correct. Has a great run. It cools off. Has that unbelievable bit in 2013 with Cena. Mm-hmm. It cools off. What is your overall take on Mark Henry? Um, I've heard about all the, like, him being signed because he's a fucking power athlete, whatever. Yeah. It didn't come to be because he wasn't Kurt Angle and didn't catch on. Kurch on. Kurch on. Catch on that quick. Uh, but I feel like once he got it, I feel like they could have done... They could have, like... Why did he have to cool off? Like, he didn't have to be at the main It was a multitude stage. of things. Like, part of it was injuries and and, yeah. and everything else. Like, my, my overall take on Mark Henry was that they put him in a shit position to begin with. Yeah. Because he's basically trying to learn on the job, and then they're like, well, I can't believe you're not good at this. And it's like, he trained this fucking guy yeah. before you put him on TV and expect him to have fucking good matches... Also, at that point, like, this is still attitude error when they bring him in. So the the pace of everything in ring is actually really fucking fast. He's four bills. Yeah. Like, what what do you expect? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to sign the guy, sign him. Put him in developmental for minimum a year. Yeah. Bare minimum a year. Don't give him a sexual chocolate gimmick. Don't do that shit. (laughs) Like, to me, he's a guy that had great success but could have had so much more success if he had been handled correctly yeah and it's a weird mixed bag where it's like between that shit and like he was pretty injury uh uh what's the word I'm looking for prone prone yes thank you like (laughs) it it did seem like there would be times where he would start to like really catch on and then he'd get hurt and he's gone and at that point, it's like, okay... Which I, sounds insane to me, because he's an elite power athlete. Correct, but when you're lifting that heavy, and you're on the road, and yeah. you're doing... Like, a guy that size was taking a lot of bumps. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, that's hard on the fucking body. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard on smaller guys. It's actually really fucking hard on big dudes. You know? And it's just a thing where I'm like, man, like... I don't know, to me, he was... he Obviously, he's very successful, but like... If you just change a few things, yeah, you know, next tier fucking talent. But this match, oh god, Mike Adamley, <laughs> fuck this match. <laughs> Tom Dreamer, 
he moves like <laughs> old people fuck. <laughs> wow. It's not great, dude. Like, Colin Delaney turns heel on him at For the what? end of this. Which I don't... The only thing that I vaguely remember happening is that, like, Dreamer kills him, and then he's just <laughs> gone. I don't know, man. I can't believe we never got Mark Henry versus Triple H. Like, good Mark Henry. Yeah. That would have been incredible. The crowd did not give a shit about this match. Yeah. I did not give a shit about this match. I gave a shit during the match. <laughs> oh, folks! Uh. Anyways. Here we go. Okay. I didn't know this was on this show. So, Yay. coming up next, guys, we've got Jericho versus uh, Shawn Michaels. This is in the midst of my beloved feud with Jericho and Shawn Michaels. It's my second favorite feud of all time. What's your favorite? Orton Christian 2011. Phenomenal. Uh, great video package. Great promos. My note here just says, my hog is up. <laughs> like, By the way, I got a tweet <laughs> from uh, uh, Pocket Volcano that she yes. hates when I say solid rod. <laughs> so, uh, my rod is solid. <laughs> so, okay, so this is an interesting match between these two in this feud. Because we've yeah. already had the Judgment Day one where they were both babyface going into it and babyface coming out of it. Yeah. Here at this point, Jericho is clearly heel. Yeah. Has already thrown Sean's face into the obscenely expensive Jeratron 5000. Mm-hmm. But this is a weird thing that actually, for me, kind of hurt this match. Jericho had not made this change in gear. Hmm? He hadn't changed his gear yet. Okay. It kind of threw me off a bit. Okay. He's still wearing the same babyface shit that he was wearing a month or two months prior. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, same vest. Same tights. Yeah. Um, it, okay. You first. Your takes on this. The match itself? Yeah. I fucking love this match. It okay. looks like a fight. It looks like a fucking struggle. There's still They still have the fucking awesome counters because yep. these two have wrestled each other for a hundred combined hours. <laughs> um, this, this is what I had in mind when I talk about 08 being the, the, the grit... And the production value. So the interesting thing to me there is that... So during this feud is when they put the ban on blood. Which, that's... Yeah. So that's this, what fucking ruined it for me. This moment is one of the last times that somebody gigged in the WWE. Mm-hmm. One of, if not the... With quote-unquote uh, approval. Yes. Or whatever. But, like... I enjoyed but, this match. The thing that makes me so mad about um, them banning blood, not only at all, but specifically during this, is A, we've mentioned it before, just talking you and I, the blow-off for this feud has no blood, blood, and it needed it. needed it. blood. Second of all, just in general, the story that you can tell, like... One of my notes here, red makes green. Yeah, and it's not, you don't have to blade for the sake of bleeding. You don't have to, no. you don't... You can add to a story... Correct. ...with blood. 
Done like, sparingly and with right motivation, blood enhances a match and it enhances a story, and nobody will convince me otherwise. Correct. Like, correct. And this can is a you great... tell a compelling story without blood? Absolutely. Yeah. It's been uh, done a hundred no, million times. Right. But are there times where you can tell a compelling story and it's great, but man, it'd be more compelling if one of these guys was bleeding. Yeah, which is why the double turn uh, Steve Austin and Bret Hart. That was match so would not work good. without blood. Correct. Which famously, they weren't <laughs> supposed to fucking bleed. Exactly. And we're told not to. You know. You know. Whatever. But, but like, they were told not to. But what, you got to. Got to. Got to. Got to blade. Praise Dale. Like that. That visual of Austin in the sharpshooter, pressing up with blood all over his face, doesn't work without that blood. Doesn't. Sorry. It doesn't. It like. And and those are two of the best of all time. Yeah, um, like, this I I enjoyed this match. I had forgotten. I I know that I've seen this. I had forgotten this one. Maybe this causes some contention between us. I think this is the least of the matches they had during this feud. But I think that it is important in the storytelling. It, it it's very important in the arc of the feud. But I think that for the match. If we're going bell to bell, it is my least favorite. So are we talking... Does that make it, it bad? Is, no. is it three matches in... in it would the... be Judgment Day, this... SummerSlam is just a promo. Yeah, that's not even a match. But like, if we're talking <laughs> the, just the matches, is it the three in the feud? Yeah. Four. Four. Because there's uh, Judgment Day. Okay. This, SummerSlam, which is just a promo. Uh, the unsanctioned match. And then, to me, the latter match is the true blow-off of it. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I would call it four, but that's with the... Eh, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Um. To me, I, I would put... Yeah, I, I would put this... If I had to rank the... Th- I've only seen the three of them. I haven't seen the ladder match. I don't oh, think. it's great. I think I've seen the unsanctioned it's, it's great. one. I would put um this one at the bottom. Yeah. Unsanctioned. Yeah. Judgment Day away at top. I think that's the best I'm, I'm gonna of, go with, of the whole feud. I, I'm I'm gonna go Judgment Day, ladder match, unsanctioned. This at the bottom. If I see in the ladder match, I could probably put it in there somewhere. But it, I don't it's think I'd so have. fucking good. Um, okay, this is great. It basically really only serves the purpose of the finish, though. Yeah, I love that the blood comes from just a random elbow. Yeah, boom. Which now is his finish. <laughs> like it is. I fr- yeah. <laughs> Um, I love also, how man I, the, Sean just dude. He he is a fucking mess. At yeah, the end of this. Holy so is shit. Jericho. He's got yeah Sean's blood all over him, and he comes out later and cuts the promo with the blood Which still we'll, on we'll him. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah, it's so but good. Like yeah, but I love how violently the tone changes of the whole match. The crowd's almost sure. uncomfortable. For sure. Yeah, which, which is like, the goal. No, oh, it's perfect. So far it's as the so storytelling, good. it's magnificent. Yes, I love uh, it. It's very stiff. Mm-hmm. Jer- that one headbutt, even, that Jericho throws after Sean's busted open, just fucking tags him with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the finish. Mm-hmm. You you so rarely see a ref stoppage in WWE. Even now, really, you don't see that. Unless it's in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hit that demon clown with a hammer while he's buried under shit that will only protect him from being hit with a hammer. 
Tom, you're, you're you're employing la- a logic on this situation, and that's not a thing we can have. All here I'm saying is, in... if I'm fighting a demon clown inside of a cage, uh... no, you can't employ logic on this in DOS double double E. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so yeah, um, there's an edge promo great stuff, next. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great uh, stuff all around. There's, there's an, an edge, edge promo. promo. I don't have any notes on it besides that that it, that it happened. I got nothing. It was probably good. He's, he's a good talker. After this, though, we've got a match with uh, the Loving Life Diva, Michelle McCool, a gimmick that I am still befuddled by. <laughs> Where it's just like, she's running on the beach. She's the Loving Life Diva. Yeah, all right. she, she enjoys being alive. Great. <laughs> okay, cool. Versus Natalia wearing what I'm going to call a 12-year-old professional wrestler's gear... Natalia is a hundred years old. <laughs> my my first note on this says, and now rookie Natalia because God has frowned upon us. Dude, frowned his his the the sides of his lips have gone beyond his chin. <laughs> this is a horrid look for her. I don't know what this gear is. I don't know what this hair is. <sighs> I don't either. I At mean, some this, point is, this, this is to crown the first ever Divas champion, correct? Yes! At some point in this match, Michelle McCool kicks Natalia in the leg and then pins her. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Oh, your boy Tom did. Like, I'm sure of all the matches Charles Robinson has ever refed, Natalia versus Michelle McCool to determine the first ever Divas champion is, ju- is right, right up there. I'm going to give you him. some positives. They are trying. I won't. I will not take that away from them. Yeah, but they are trying to put forty pounds of shit into a two-pound bag. <laughs> They're given like not enough time. The pace is rushed. I can't get over this garb from Natalia. In it's this, not well. She looks like whenever you get like a, a fucking friend request on Facebook. And it's a girl, and their their fucking bio says works at professional wrestling. That's what she looks like in this <laughs> fucking match. It's disgraceful. Also, don't ever fucking do that. If you're listening to this right now, don't put works at professional wrestling, because you fucking don't. Don't put School of Hard Knocks. You fucking didn't. Like, just... <laughs> Just, just shut the fuck up. Get it's out of my face. Bizarre tangent, but I'm okay it with really it. It really is. I God damn it. This is not the fucking last time that she has done this, including probably at some point this fucking year. Natalia hooked the sharpshooter wrong <laughs> every time. They only, like, they, they go, that may have been a fuck up. I don't know. I don't care. But, like, they, they go out of their way to book her in ways that make her look fucking brain dead. <laughs> And now, it's the thing where I'm like, she's been there for a hundred years and has learned nothing (laughs) from her time. Oh my god. If you'd have told me that Natalia was hired by WWE in 1984, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right. I I can't prove you wrong otherwise. (laughs) Uh, Dumb finish. Heel hook. There it is. Yeah. I don't think she ever used it again. Weird. I don't. I don't get it. Uh, my next note just says, 
fuck this title, Jericho needs to talk. Yeah, uh, and he sure does. Um, which is great. This is, this is, I love this so much. Like, it's very good. I do kind of hate that, like, it's, it really is, oh, congratulations to Michelle McCool. She's the first ever Divas champion. Oh, shit, look, it's Jericho. Like, yeah, it does really fun to kind of cut the legs out of that moment. But I love that promo, though. Oh, it's a great promo. Um, he looks insane. Yeah. And it's great. He, uh had put out this thing uh, years later that he intentionally started sleeping less. Yeah. In order I to heard look about more shot. Which I'm like, I appreciate your commitment. I would have done like, I don't know, eye drops or anything else. <laughs> like, Yeah. Um. Okay, so up next. Yes. Yes. We have CM Punk, Chick Magnet Punk, mm-hmm. Cookie Monster Punk, Charles Montgomery Punk, Crooked, Cock monster. Crooked moonsault punk. That might be true. Uh, Kenyonero Montero. <laughs> Chris Money Punk. Christy Monte Carlo? Uh, Count of Monte Carlo Punk. Woo! Uh, <laughs> Alright, we're done now. <laughs> So, we have CM Punk versus Batista here. I have no memory of this ever happening. Uh, me neither. And I will say this. Like, I, I remember I popped so big for Punk's title win because I just didn't think that was ever going to fucking yeah. happen. You know what I mean? Uh, watching, being a fan from that guy, you know, on the indies and shit, and then it's like, oh mm-hmm. my god, he's champion in WWE. Shit. And then, even at that point, it's like, I don't care how bad they book him. My yeah. guy is fucking champ. I'm going to say this, though. I really fucking enjoyed this match. I loved this I match I thought it was so fucking great fucking much. Up until that finish. I hated like, the finish. <laughs> the match itself, I was like... Dude, it I was so fucking good. I don't remember this at all, and it was fantastic. Like, If it had gone to a clean finish, Batista or Punk, I don't care. It would have been a matter. million times Batista, better. I will say this. Batista worked his ass off for Punk in this. Yeah. Because he sold and worked a lot harder and did more than he really had any need to do. Yeah. He could have very easily just been like, I'm a top tier guy, you're not, despite your fucking being world champion. I'm not bumping for you. I'm a third bigger than you and I'm not, you know, whatever. The the match itself is really fucking good. it's so good. I was hoping that you would agree with me. I love this match so much. I fucking hate the finish. We've already talked about it a little bit, but... It's weird because, like, watching it now, I was kind of like, oh, God, you know, when it started. And then as it progressed, it's like, oh, shit, this is pretty good. And then, like, midway through, it's like, this is actually real good. And then when they got down the stretch, because I didn't know the finish, like, this match is fucking rules. Yeah. And then I was like, I know Batista doesn't win here. How the fuck does Punk win? He doesn't. He fucking doesn't. Here comes Kane. With his bag. Glenn Jacobs with his pickled egg fucking head. Yep. Pickled egg king. Kang? <laughs> pickled Kane. egg king. Pickled egg king. Pickled egg king with, with his, his shitty theme song and his... And then afterwards they decide to make Punk look like a chump. They make him look great for the entire match. And then afterwards he's just kind of like, ha ha ha, DQ, I win. Powerbomb. Yeah. Why? I don't. Know. If this had led to a heel turn for him here, 
it would have been great and made sense, and it didn't. Was Batista and Kane like doing like a feud or something, or was Kane I don't just being fucking a Kane? Know. I fucking hated that dude. It, the match was so fucking good before that. Like so much better than I thought it was gonna be too. Ten and times I love better. both. Ten times better. I love both people. Ten times better. I thought I thought I thought this was gonna be trash. Yeah. Trash. But it was uh, so good. But uh, yeah, that finish. Oh, also that camera guy who got big booted. Fantastic camera angle from that. Sure. The camera landed pointed right at him and and the, like Kane in the background. It was you yeah. couldn't have planned yeah, that. That was good. But anyway, uh, next up. JBL murdered John Cena. That yeah. That's my next note. I enjoyed Cena and Crime Time being kind of a trio, and I kind of think yeah. they should have gotten more mileage out of that, but they mm-hmm. just didn't. Um, guys, I'm not going to lie. I didn't like this. I was very bored. It's Cena and, and JBL in a, uh, what they call it, parking lot brawl? Yeah. I, I was very bored during this, and I didn't like it, and I found myself kind of just like, fucking around on my phone and, like, <laughs> leaving the room. I could see that. I didn't hate it. I, I, I enjoy... I think if it were, like, ten minutes shorter, <laughs> it would have been real fucking good. Yeah. But, uh, like, it's I, just... I was shocked that JBL won. Yeah. Me too. Like, I, I could not fucking believe that happened. In my mind, less said about this, the better. It's, it's just... I thought it was fine. It was pretty dope. Another forklift appearance mm-hmm. here. I loved John Cena forklifting the car out to the arena. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the rest was fine. The finish was surprising but cool. Weird sell from Cena on the, on the way back where he's like checking his arm. That took so long. Yeah. What that, the fuck there, are there you was doing? a couple of things on this paper. Where it was like, are they making sure that we reach the the time allotted <laughs> because like add another felt, match sure I felt like the time between Cena losing and the next segment was like eight fucking minutes <laughs> it might have been it might have been I don't know but um my next note by the way uh in this edge whatever thing I, I, I just says, is that Alicia Fox yeah next note sure is did not realize that was Alicia Fox. Did not realize that she basically, quote, debuted as... Side chick. Side chick wedding planner for fucking <laughs> Edge. Like, yeah. holy God. But, uh, uh, yeah, this is Edge versus Triple H is next. But so first, this really... poll. <laughs> oh, yes. The poll. Where somehow... People don't care... <laughs> About Vicky Guerrero to this degree. Yeah. Which only cements my point. She's one of the greatest heels of all time. Correct. How bad you gotta hate someone. Also, why do the poll? I don't know. It didn't Who lead are we to, supposed it, to side with, It didn't really? lead to anything. It wasn't like, if Edge wins the poll... Then Vicky has to die, or so I don't know. Oh like my it, god! I don't know. That's what I thought of, but like you know what I mean. It didn't lead to anything. It was just a thing. But uh, so fucking, I don't have very many notes on this match. I I genuinely cannot read one of my things <laughs> here. Uh, so the weird thing for me about this match was I didn't think this match ever happened. Yeah. 
Like, so when this started, because there are two triple threats later in 2008 with Triple H and Edge in them. I kept thinking, oh shit, Kozlov gets added to this. And then the match starts, and there's no Kozlov. Mm -hmm. And it keeps going, and I'm like, where is Kozlov? (laughs) I'll look it up eventually. That triple threat happens later in the year, and then at the end of the year, it's Triple H, Edge, and Jeff Hardy, and that's where Jeff finally wins the WWE title. Mm, Okay. So, the whole time, I was like, no, this never happened, and like, it did, they don't have great chemistry with each other. Really? I did not think so. Uh, I thought this was pretty good. It was good, there was just bits in it where I'm like, I can tell that Triple H does not want to be working with him. Really? That huh. that was my take Interesting. on Interesting. You're probably right. I don't know. Um, Supposedly, Triple H has never thought that Edge was the guy. Ever. Blows my mind. So, and this is rumor and innuendo, but like, yeah. when they were going to put the belt on Edge the first time with the Money in the Bank thing, Triple H supposedly was like, yeah, that guy, he's not world title material. And was basically, like, has, again, this is rumor, you know, yeah, maybe it's true, maybe it with a grain of salt, yeah. But, Edge has also alluded to this in a couple of different interviews and shit where it's like, Weird. Yeah, some people backstage said that I wasn't ever gonna be that level of guy, and... That sounds so fucking insane to me. It does, but yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought this was fine, I, I liked it. It was alright. Um... It felt like they both wanted to win, but maybe it was just them struggling to work with each other. It felt like a real struggle. Yeah, yeah, that that probably did come through. Like, I... I'm not going to lie, I kept watching this the whole time, being like, who gets added to this? (laughs) And how long? Like, I don't remember what the finish was, but the crowd was fucking up for it. Uh... There's some sort of shenanigans with Vicky and run-ins and whatever, and Triple H wins. Uh, what we did never get was Triple H versus Christian. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Would have been great. It would have. The last note here just says, this was fun. Yeah. This show was good. It had some spots that were eh. Nothing pissed me off or offended me. Yeah, this was a... Uh, I'm going to say this, though. I can't really recommend this show. I'm going to give it a thumbs up, but I wouldn't tell people to go out of their way to see it. I'm going to give it a thumbs down. I'm going to say... If you're going back through the annals of the Jericho Sean feud, watch, watch that, that match. Yeah. Nothing else on here to me really stuck out, and that's was, fair. And was like worthwhile at all. It's and even, so it's such a shame because if Batista and and Punk had gone to a clean finish, sure, the whole pay per view might have been different. <laughs> like, Honestly, yeah. Like I I would go God. watch watch Sean Jericho, watch Punk and Batista. And then everything after that, I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Like. That's fair. The novelty of seeing Edge and Triple H for me was was cool. Yeah. But now that I've seen him, like, I don't ever want to fucking see that. <laughs> like, it just. That's it, fair. It just existed. I don't know. Uh, so overall, some fun shows we did here in this little sure. recording sesh. We've got some fun shit coming up, though. Oh, yeah. man. This Plenty is great. Things. This is actually like 
a reasonably length episode. What? Where are we at right now? 51 and a half minutes. Wow. So now what do you want to talk about for about a half hour? <laughs> I got nothing. I'm kidding. Um, the fuck board is uh, pretty full now. We talked is about full. that last yep. Yep. Uh, last episode. If you have requests, which by the way, I do have one request that did come in mm. that I do want to cover at one point. Uh, no Mercy 01. Mm, okay. I remember uh, getting this request from someone as well. I don't remember who. Wild, wild pay-per-view. Great stuff. Uh, I've also, I want to work in some more shit that, that, that combines, not combines, that brings some more combat. Yeah. So I'm going to try to pick something at some point that, like, you're going to fucking hate. Why, Tom? To provoke the combat. We just, we just said. Dude, I don't want to fight you. You just said I'm going to fight you. I'm going to win. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It depends on what it is. But I will win. What? So, um, what? Huh? Anyways. Uh, I know this has been nice, Mm -hmm. returning to format with just Mm -hmm. you and I, and I do want to do that more often because I feel like we... We we break the format so much that we, we don't even have a so format. Much, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I do want to keep this whole thing going. Yeah. But that being said, on the fuck board, there's a little side tab with mm. a list of people that we do want to at some point get on the show with us. Rampant requests, by the way. Hell yes. Yeah. But um, besides that, I think that's all we got for you today. Uh, follow the promotions that book us. You know what? Let's not name them this time. Tom. You're going to make me have a stroke. I want to say them all so bad. <laughs> Don't do it. If you want to follow people that book us, listen to one of the other 31 episodes that we've provided for you, what with this being the 30th anniversary. Well, you see, that was very confusing because 31 other episodes implies that this is 32. God damn it, I tried so hard and I <laughs> fucked it up. Listen to one of the 31 total episodes but not including this one because we're not naming them in this episode. Listen to one of the other 30 of the 31 episodes. There you go. <laughs> but not this one. Listen to one of the other ones. This is actually harder than just naming these places. Regardless, <laughs> get all of our plugs from one of those other episodes. Let's just end the show now. Fine. Oh, wait, I gotta... It's not moving. I had to activate the mouse by clicking first. (coughs) Tom, are you sure you're gonna be okay? I've been having some allergy problems. Alright. Well, tell your allergies to stop. I would love to. Are we... What are we... How do we... (laughs) Hit stop before I cough again. Okay. What are we even doing?